Good evening, everyone. <clears throat> we're remarking before Mass that we were expecting a whole lot less people, actually. We were saying maybe a handful, but it's, it's really great to see this many people here this evening. I hope and pray that this Advent season finds you all well and that this time of year has been a cause of joyful preparation rather than a cause of anxiety. And personally, we've been so caught up in the day-to-day routine of finishing out this school semester that I've had to step back and meditate a few times this week on whether or not my family has been focused on the reason for the season, to use that little quote there. There's, after all, a reason why this sanctuary is purple. We got, the, we got these Advent wreath candles here. We got the altar cloth. Not the altar cloth. We got this, uh, the ambo cloth, the wall hangings. Altar cloth is coming. They're purple because it's on our liturgical calendar. Advent is a penitential season. It's a time for a somber sense of penitence as we prepare for the birth of our Savior. And that's definitely difficult to do in this day and time. We have Christmas party after Christmas party with friends and families and coworkers. We have Black Friday. We've got Cyber Monday. We've got Cyber Week. We've got the 12 days of whatever on Amazon. The constant bombardment of external forces trying to pry open our wallets and spend just a little bit more. After all, if you don't buy somebody a present, you don't really love them, right? I know it's really easy for me to get caught up in all of this. I love parties. I'm quite an extrovert when it comes to parties. I'm making glue vine this evening, most likely. I really enjoy online shopping and comparing prices and racking my brain as to what would make a great present and so on and so forth. And if asked, I would say that that's generally acceptable. It's healthy for us to have strong social relationships. It's healthy for us to build community. It's healthy for us to nurture that underlying framework of the people of God. It's okay to express one's love through presence. So all that being said, there's one big caveat. All those things have to be done within the framework of the penitential and the preparatory season of Advent. There's a give-and-take expectation from Mother Church, in other words. There's a give-and-take expectation from Mother Church. The effort that we put into partying and gift-giving should be matched by the effort that we put into penitence. So for every hour we spend at social gatherings, we should spend an equal amount in prayer and reflection, adoration, and even better, confession, so that we're prepared to meet our Savior on Christmas Day. For every gift that we buy, we should be giving a similar amount of money in alms for the poor. Maybe by participating in Santa Red and Blue, one of the other honorable organizations that help the less fortunate, Mercy Manna, Meals on Wheels, Knights of Columbus Charities. It's all about balance, as are most things within our faith. And the readings tonight actually really epitomize this idea of balance. First, we hear from Baruch, who preaches a message of joyful hope. He says, Jerusalem, take off your robe of mourning and misery. Put on the splendor of glory from God forever. Up Jerusalem, stand upon the heights. Look to the east and see your children gathered from the east and the west, rejoicing that they are remembered by God. And then Paul encourages us in his letter to the Philippians. This is my prayer that your love may increase ever more and more in knowledge and every kind of perception to discern what is of value. 
And then finally, we hear in the gospel that St. John the Baptist went around proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Repentance is an important word here. And it reminds us that Advent should be a time of preparation. Where we examine our consciences, we go to confession more regularly, so that we can fulfill those words of the prophet Isaiah when he says, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight His paths. Every valley shall be filled. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding road shall be made straight and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. That is our fulfillment of our Advent joy and hope and encouragement. Repentance allows us to celebrate as pure children of God. It allows us to make Mary at a higher level as we commemorate our birth of the Savior. We prepare for the Savior by incorporating John's message into our lives. We must fill the valleys. What are valleys? Valleys are those sins that create a hollowness in our heart, a valley. Areas of our heart that we've restricted from holiness, that we, that areas that are devoid of God. These valleys are a lack of prayer, a lack of Bible reading, broken relationships, lying, gossiping, detraction. Sins that eat us up and from within, that leave us hollow and spiritually weak and create a rift between us and God. Valleys. We must make low the mountains and hills. What are the mountains and hills? Mountains and hills are selfish tendencies that crowd God out of our hearts. Sins of pride, of anger, of lack of forgiveness, impatience, hatred, stinginess. Sins like that close the path to any personal relationship with God. Make low the mountains and hills. We must straighten the winding road and smooth the rough ways. The winding road, the rough ways. What are the winding road and the rough ways? The winding roads and rough ways are the sins that disfigure and disorder Christian personality and tarnish the dignity due every human being. Sins of hypocrisy, of gluttony, of drunkenness, drug abuse, dishonesty, sexual impurity, spiritual laziness, unfaithfulness in relationships. Straighten the winding road and smooth the rough ways. We must prepare ourselves, to, our flesh, to see the salvation of God. Further, we must facilitate the efforts of others who are preparing themselves to see the salvation of God. Here in our own church, in this building, in this town, I think that means maintaining a sense of somber respect at all times, but especially during the season of Advent. Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords, is in the tabernacle right there, right now. In just a few minutes, he'll be here on the altar. If we were in a king's court, we would bow, or even better, genuflect, every time we cross in front of the king. If we were in a king's court, and we are, we would be quiet and respectful at all times, including before and after Mass. Because we know that our fellow Christians are trying to prepare themselves to see the salvation of God. 
preparation, repentance, respectfulness. All these themes came to mind when I found this anecdote, anecdote online this past week, and I'd like to share it with you all. In fact, I will share it. Once upon a time, a certain king was called to visit another kingdom. He put one of his servants in charge of preparing everything for the trip. As they were making their way through the forest, the sojourners encountered a tiger. The king requests a gun, but the servant in charge said he hadn't thought to bring a gun. The king became enraged. You fool! How could you have forgotten to prepare for any such possibility on our journey? Then he hands the servant a stick and he says, Here, take this stick and lead us to our destination. Then carry it always until you find someone who's a bigger fool than you. When you do, you can pass it to him. That servant kept that stick for many years until the king, he becomes old and ill and the servant comes to see him. He was still carrying the stick. He said to the king, King, have you prepared for this journey you're about to take? The king looked at him with surprise and said, I'm near death. How would I have prepared for such a journey? Then said the servant, gently handing him the stick, take this stick and keep it with you. And he quietly walked away. Let's prepare wisely to meet our Savior on Christmas Day. Let's help our friends and family members prepare also. Let's fill the valleys. Let's make low the mountains and the hills. Let's straighten the winding road and smooth the rough ways. Let's prepare our flesh to see the salvation of God.